done. Redirected to YouTube. Cool. It says we're live now, man. That's dope. All right, so welcome to the show. I'm C.S. Joseph, CSJ Podcast. This is my friend Brad. He's dope. He's a member of our uh, Facebook uh, public uh, group that we have. Even though it's technically a private group from a Facebook standpoint, for some reason we had the name at the public group. And I'm sure the name and convention just confuses everybody, including myself. But regardless, we have a lot of fun in there. we got about 2,000 people constantly talking about uh, Jungian analytical psychology and the four sides of the mind, which is cool. There's like... It's insanely active, like posts every day, which is great. And I posted recently a contest or a giveaway saying, hey, I'm going to choose three people that I'm going to be typing live and whatnot. So this is the first run of that. And Brad here, Brad's the man. And uh, I met Brad on Facebook. Totally cool dude. He's working on his car earlier today. That was cool. And uh, yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, sure. I'll come on the show. I'm like, awesome. So and this is great, too, because... I mean, he ain't chicken. You know why? Do you know how I know that? Because a lot of you answering the comments on that uh, giveaway post were like, oh, you know, I'm not sure I could go live because, you know, that that, that kind of freaks me out. But Brad's just like, no, I got this. It's all good. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Brad. How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you from? Um, Austin, Texas, born and raised. Dope. Yeah, I'm from Seattle, even though I don't live there. <laughs> I miss it. Trust me. I guess I guess it makes sense why I'm from Seattle, you know, Seahawks hat and whatnot. So yeah, uh, tell us about yourself, man. Like, what's your story? Where do you come from? What, what are you all about? Hmm. Um. Well, I come from Austin, Texas. Born and raised here. Um, I've been in the, in the same school since middle school and high school. Um. Let's see some of my hobbies um well obviously i like uh human analytical psychology right and i like working on my car um what else i don't like school like at all i hate it um i used to be really good at school like maybe a couple years ago but then i i don't know uh i started like really hating the teachers and like kind of like the rules there and stuff so i just know disengage from it um yeah that, that's about it i'm a pretty basic guy yeah pretty basic guy so uh you had something crazy happen to you recently what yeah. was that all about actually um i think in it was in the beginning of march right i went to a, a protest some blm protest uh downtown here in austin and i was just observing right but I got pretty unlucky and got shot right in the right in the forehead with a beanbag. Hey. So yeah, um, I was in the hospital for like a week. Um, it was a pretty pretty long recovery. It was like maybe two months. Um, yeah, that's about it. People tell me like like it was a pretty big thing that happened and and stuff. Well, I I guess it is, but it's in the past now. I don't really worry about it. Yeah, like how how did your community react or the people that you know, like when that went down, you know? Like how was oh, that? Yeah, yeah like what, what was that? Famous. You wow. got famous. 
<laughs> yeah, because um, they're they're really liberal and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm famous with them. Um, yeah, everyone loves me now, I guess. Except the conservatives on on Twitter, because because they don't really know me. Uh, yeah. Dang. Well, I'm not really popular on Twitter either. Let's be honest. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it, man. Like the, like the Twitter situation, like it can get it can get a little nuts. Of course, you know, I spend most of my time roasting people on Twitter instead of actually participating on Twitter. Yeah, I might like throw out a content post, but it's usually roasting people like Ali Alexander or Mike Cernovich or David Pakman. And it doesn't matter what side of the political aisle they are. Everyone's fair game to me because expert in sensing demon, right? I mean, just light them all on fire. It's all good, right? Never not roast. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you're pretty good at memeing. Yeah. Do, do you meme pre- people pretty good? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like the troll. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Welcome to the show and uh, welcome everybody as well. Um, and uh, so I'm going to ask the audience right now, hey, what's your guys' first impression of Brad before we get through it? Like, what's uh, what's the thing? Let's see how it is. Uh, so, audience folks, now's the time. We got 83 people watching, which is cool. But, uh, and uh, I know I said what I thought your type was like earlier, but I'm like completely wrong after listening to you talk a little bit more. So, I've completely changed from that. So, so my personal guess is, but I want, I want the audience to tell me like what their actual guess is for you before we get down to it. So we got INTJ, we got ISFP, ISTP, uh, INTP. They're all over the place right now, man. Uh, my guess has not been listed yet, interestingly enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. So say again? Yeah, I haven't seen it either. When I think yeah, it's, yeah, okay. It's cool, man. You... Uh, you really, really remind me of a of a of a family member that I have, and I'll and I'll tell you about that a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Like like right down to like everything. I mean, it's it's almost like I'm talking to the same person. It's great. So he's he's probably one of my favorite family members too, to be honest. Uh, him and I get into we get into some interesting things. So and he's also like in Texas too, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, they uh, the audience has got their guesses in, so uh, let's get right down to it um let's see here cool i'm gonna get this one here nope i'm not gonna do that let's uh let's get rid of that let's get rid of that let's get this one going and uh all right so i'm gonna move forward in the show right now and go on to the next uh, phase of said show so a little disclaimer folks have to do disclaimer here's the disclaimer this is not the same as a CS Verify session. A CS Verify session uses the rapport method as well as a combination of other methods in order to type someone. It takes about 30 minutes to do, and people pay me to do that 30 minutes with them. I do the 30 minutes, we get an answer. If for some reason that they don't get an answer, or if they don't resonate with the type that they've received or whatever, we usually just schedule another session, and I don't charge them for that, just to verify because I care about the truth. I care about the facts. I want to know what the reality is uh, for the particular person that is my client that moment. Now, we're not gonna be doing the rapport method for this. We're gonna be doing something different. That being said, 
I still want to make sure that we get down to the truth uh, before uh, you know we end this uh, this episode. So just giving you guys a heads up, this is kind of how it work how it works. And uh, the format uh, for this show is is that I'm going to be sharing my screen, and uh, which I'm going to do right now. And what we're going to be doing is basically a guided tour of the test, essentially. So I'm going to open up my chat box too, just to make sure I have all that information that we talked about earlier, which is awesome. And uh, we have our own uh, we have our own celebrity here. Uh, this is Brad. So you know, thank you, and that's pretty awesome. So first things first. This is like a guided tour of the test. He's going to take the test and I'm going to ask him questions to kind of get a little bit of Chase's take on it. We'll see what the result is. And then we'll go over the evidence that I gathered just with my small interaction with him as well. We'll make a comparison. It'll be fun. We'll probably get some input from the audience. That'll be awesome. So it's dope. But where is the test? You can find the test at csjoseph.life forward slash discover. Awesome. And then it brings you to this page right here. And don't forget, guys, reading the instructions, which is this what this page is with all these bold letters, is really important. So we're going to be doing something similar. We're going to follow the instructions. We're only going to answer if we're 100% sure on something. And Brad will be like, yeah, that's what I am. And I'm like, well, yeah, well, why? You know, I, I, we're going to get deep. It's going to be great. And, uh, and then, by the way, if for some reason you're still unsure about any of your answers, ask a friend. Well, I'm a friend, so we can ask me. We can also ask the audience. we got lots of people here to assist Brad in getting through this. Um, and uh, I think he also may have already taken it already, which makes it even more interesting. And I think he took it with his sister, too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he took it with your sister. So that, that's cool. Um, awesome. So, yeah, hopefully. Uh, so we're going to hit start, and we're going to get started. All right. Mm -hmm. So uh, what's your name? Well, your name's Brad, so that's cool. And then we're going to enter in your email because we got your email here, which is cool. And then you're a male person, got your age handled, and we're on to question one. All right, so when you're taking this test, guys, it's always important to realize that it doesn't matter the order you take tests. Usually people just do top to bottom. You could choose any of these. It doesn't matter where you start. That's the best part. So, Brad, where would you like to start on any of these? Mm-hmm. That you know for a fact that it's you, like, and we'll and we'll talk about why. Um, <clears throat> I'd say let's start with uh, abstract versus concrete. All right, abstract versus concrete. Awesome. Here we are. So, so we have this page here, folks. And it's like abstract is a focus on intangibles such as concepts, implications, visualizations, and meanings. And concrete is a focus on tangibles such as the physical world, experience, experimentation, observation. I think he actually said the word observation earlier, which is cool. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but take it away, Brad. Uh, what do you think on these on, on these comparisons here? Uh, I know I'm concrete because yeah. uh, I don't focus on the future like at all, basically. Um, I like to kind of go head on to the things, but only if um, I know like only if I have like a, like a clear picture of, of what's going to happen later, you know? Um, so yeah, I'd say I'm concrete. A clear picture of what's going to happen later. Could you, can you unpack that a little bit? What do you mean by that? Like um, with movement uh, versus control, I'd say I'm not movement at all. Um, Cause uh, I'd rather, you know, sit in bed and think about what I'm going to do and never actually do it instead of just going into it and messing up, you know? Interesting. 
Yeah. That's super interesting, man. All right. Okay. So, yeah, okay. I, I actually agree with you. I, I agree that you are concrete, for sure. Um, you like to see before you believe, right? And not really, not really just like, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. Is that kind of your attitude with most things? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. All right, cool. We're going to choose concrete. Awesome. So we chose concrete, folks. So that's cool. So what's the what's the next one that you absolutely know for sure? Um, I guess um, movement versus control. Really? All right. Or outcome versus progression. Yeah. Outcome versus progression. Yeah. Okay. So I'd say I'm, I'm outcome, not progression. I know that for sure. Really? Yeah. Let me ask you this: What if you were actually a finisher type? What if? while being a finisher type, because finisher types, they have this problem where they just don't know where to start things. So they end up, you know, laying in, laying in bed, for example, and, you know, planning out their day. And sometimes they don't actually get to do that little bit of analysis paralysis because they don't know where to start, you know? Yeah. Is that possible? Is mm -hmm. there a chance? You might be, you might be progression set outcome, bro. Maybe, maybe there's a chance, but um, I feel like pro progression people, they just, they're always doing something, you know, like always moving. Um, and well, sometimes I'm not, sometimes like when I go out to a party, I just kind of freeze and I'm just like, wow, I don't know anyone. I'm just going to stand here with my Pellegrino and not talk to anybody. <laughs> hmm. Well, my sister, she's, she's very movement. Um, I feel like she'd rather just, just go straight on into something and, and risk messing up. Whereas, whereas me, I, I don't like messing up. Um, I'd rather just, just do it right the first time, you know? So do it right the first time. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Doing it right first time. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and, uh, we'll choose outcome for this one, but, uh, we'll come back to it later. Right. So what's the next one on your list? Um, oh, direct and informative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next one. Okay, cool. Um, I don't think I'm informative at all. I, I think I'm pretty direct. Um, I like to, I feel like my words, they, they hold a lot of weight or at least I want them to, you know? Um, can you, can you hold a lot of weight? You want your words to hold a lot of weight. That kind of sounds like a little F I T E when you say that, because it's like, no, because you know, F I users, they like to weigh things out in their heads, you know, because that's what their values are all based on. And if you're talking about like holding weight, it's like an F I statement, you know what I'm saying? And F I T users really like to have a, a valuable opinion. They want to have a valuable voice, you know, that, that people would stop and listen to. Right. Wouldn't that describe you a little bit? Mm, I, w I wouldn't say so. The, the way I, uh, I see it is like, like holding weight means like like it's true, you know, like the like people that lie a lot. I say their their word doesn't hold a lot of weight, you know. You can't really trust what they say all the time. Yeah, um, you see what they're you're, you're see what they're thinking, and that they're lying, and then you see what they're thinking with your te, and then you're making a value judgment with your fi at the same time potentially, because hmm. you're valuing what they're saying as a person, right? Who knows? We could take it there, but uh, so um, direct versus informed. I'd say definitely direct for sure. I, I agree with the directness. Definitely, you'd like to keep things simple, just what it is. You didn't exactly have to completely elaborate on your Black Lives Matter beanbag thing that was that uh, made you famous locally. So 
fair enough. All right, so uh, yeah, we got uh, we got direct, we got outcome, and now it's forcing us to take initiating. We don't have a choice. That's the thing. Like you, you think that there'd be responding here, guys, but there isn't because the way the test works is is that it can't give an incorrect answer. It will give you an incorrect answer if you put in incorrect inputs, like answering the questions. But it will take away choices for you as you go. So it'll force you to choose initiating at this moment because it's like a secondary or a tertiary question. His main question was concrete uh, versus abstract for sure. And then his second question was outcome versus progression. His third question is direct conform. That's his priority system he's got right now. That's the the order that he's gone. So what's next for you, bro? Hmm. Affiliative versus pragmatic, because okay. uh, I feel like that that's kind of a gray area for me, because uh, I feel like I, I don't understand those, those terms too well. So I was hoping you could like elaborate on them more. Maybe sure, I'll be happy to elaborate. Okay, so pragmatic people are about being independent and sometimes uh, a good way to do it is like hey i'm gonna make decisions based on what works versus decisions that are based on doing the right thing right sometimes this is why you get sayings like sometimes doing the right thing is not the best thing right you hear people say that right and there are people out there where you know they're trying to find common ground with people let's say you have a conflict right and you're trying to resolve that conflict. You figure, hey, if, if if there's common ground, if we can get something out of it, you get something out of it, we have the common ground between each other, that's fine. Who cares if the conflict is anymore? At least we have common ground. You know, at least we have that, right? That's kind of more of a, an affiliate approach. A pragmatic approach is no, F you, it's really this way. Get over it and I'm moving on. You know, I'm not gonna, like, I'm, I'm super independent here. I, it's all like, it's because here's the thing, like, uh, it's kind of like what the objective personality system people call it, the OPS people, they would say affiliative is what they call tribe, you know, whereas pragmatic is more self in that, in that, or because it's all about independence. Pragmatic is all about being independent. You don't, a pragmatic person doesn't care about being on a team. They're the ones that are willing to do all the work on a school project, for example, you know what I'm saying? They'll just get it done just to get it done and they don't care. Whereas an affiliative person, they really like to be on a team uh, and being able to have the camaraderie uh, with said team and be able to, uh, you know, have that team unity and going places is important. Also, another thing that affiliate people really need, they need agreement. See, a pragmatic person is going to make a decision whether or not anyone agrees with anything or not. They don't care. They really don't care what other people think. They don't care how other people feel when it comes to their own decision-making. They're going to put their own decision-making over other people. A pragmatic person does this. An affiliative person really wants agreement, right? Here's an example of an affiliate person. You ever play Grand Theft Auto V? Yeah. A couple yeah, times. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So Franklin, man, Franklin, he's affiliative. Because he's always getting pushed around by that girl that lives, that's always standing across the street from his house and whatnot, and she's <laughs> like, "Hey, you need to drive. You need to drive my 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 boy's uh uh you know tow truck. Do his job for him right now because he's like completely cracked out on the couch. You know what I'm saying? You gotta save his job. You gotta save the business, man. And he's like, "Why the hell is this my problem?" But he always does it because he's being affiliative because you know he's trying to do the right thing. 
And it says like prone to being peer pressured. And Franklin on GTA 5, bro, he's peer pressured, man. He got peer pressured into driving that tow truck, you know? But his friend Lamar, you think Lamar would be down for that? Uh-uh. Lamar ain't doing that. Lamar is going to be like, no. Uh, he's going to rebel. He's going to antagonize. He's going to be disobedient. He's like, no, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to have my personal liberty. And you ain't going to obligate me into driving your drunk-ass boyfriend's tow truck to do his job for him that I ain't even getting paid. I ain't getting nothing out of it. I'm not going to do that, right? So this... So that's just some really good references, the difference between affiliative and pragmatic right there. And I, it's hilarious. I'm using a GTA five <laughs> reference to that. Never thought I would, but yeah, Franklin versus Lamar. It's a perfect example. Franklin is affiliative Lamar, uh, his friend and the gang, he's pragmatic, etc. Lamar is always providing challenge. Uh, he's always looking for personal opportunity. That's why Lamar gets stuck with that NFP guy at the other gang and trying to do like a, a secret deal with them because he's trying to get a nice payout for himself. And then it all goes to crap and they start shooting each other. And it's pretty crazy. You know, that's pragmatic Lamar and Franklin's complaining about it the whole time being like, dude, what the hell? You know? Uh, but yeah, so reaching agreements, um, and uh, mediating uh, interconnection. Also, another thing about affiliate people, they like to include people, whereas pragmatic people, sometimes they don't include people. They, do, they don't really include others that much. And uh, they're all about the individual. They don't, they don't really see the greater whole of people greater than themselves all the time, although they can, but it's more of a secondary thing. It's not a primary thing. They care about their own purpose or their own, what they want, their own, uh, uh, their own outcomes in that regard. Right. Whereas, uh, because of, you know, so here's an example, um, affiliative types, they act after asking permission first. I mean, Franklin asked permission many times in GTA five, you know, uh, whereas pragmatic people, they act first, then they ask forgiveness. And that's just what they do. It's kind of like uh, also in GTA 5, Michael Townley chasing the guy that stole his boat. You know, he's like, uh -uh, I, I ain't asking forgiveness. I'm going for this. That's my boat. You know, very pragmatic because Michael Townley is like an ENTJ. So yeah. as near as I could tell, at least. Um, but yeah, just just to kind of like understand how these characters are coming at, as a result, you know, from an affiliative pragmatic point of view, you know. Uh, so anyway, based on that, which one do you think you are? No, I'd say pragmatic. I, I don't think I'm affiliative at all. I'd say, I'd say if you if you talk to my friends, um, they'd say that yeah, I'm more independent and don't really care about um, don't really care about um, people agreeing with me and um, especially if if I uh, feel very passionate about the subject and I feel like I've put in I've put in the time, the research, the um, the, the thinking, you know. Um, research the thinking that's very expert thinking point of view huh um yeah i don't i don't really care if people do agree with me i feel like if i was affiliative i would yeah okay um do you care uh do you care if uh you agree with them though mm. I'd say, I'd say to a point because obviously I'd rather everyone have this, the exact same mindset as me, right? Because because I think I'm right. Um, 
In what in what ways do you think you're right? Can you give me a specific scenario or an example? Um, let's see. I don't know because I, I kind of like to talk about politics and or I used to at least right. I've kind of like strayed away from that, but every time um, I talk about that kind of stuff, like some people they just won't listen to the statistics I have. I have or anything and they'll just say or blah 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 or some weird talking point that they have and it's like yeah well i automatically lose respect for that person and just whatever your opinion doesn't matter to me i don't care if you agree with me um yeah i don't really know how to explain it <laughs> well it says here on affiliative it's prone to censoring and whatnot don't you think that you're kind of censoring them at that point because even if they're making that talking point that you disagree with, you're kind of like potentially taking away their voice at that moment because it's like, okay, yeah, I'm not even going to listen to you anymore because you went to that direction. Don't you think that's kind of more of a censoring approach? But wouldn't censoring mean to like, like censor, censor their voice from other people? I feel like- Yes, me, and like, with yourself. And with yourself? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I guess that could be an example of censoring. Okay. Well, I mean, we can come back to this one because it's kind of on the edge, you know? Maybe we can let it fill out the rest of the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. And uh, what about systematic and interest? Oh, um, yeah, I don't really know these terms too well either. Okay. That's cool, man. I got you. Uh, so... Uh, Interest-based people are all about people who like are trying to get theirs out of a situation. They're always aware of what other people are getting out of a situation versus what they're getting out of the situation. So it's like, hey, is it fair? You're getting something out of this. I'm getting something out of this. It's a win-win. You know what I'm saying? They're all about the win-win. Everything's all about the win-win. Systematic person, it's not really so much about the win-win because an interest-based person doesn't want really the win-win because in comparison to a uh, now, systematic wants to find the best way to do something, right? Interest-based people, they don't care about the best way to do something. They just care about, they care about as long as they get theirs, they're cool, you know? But then there are people who are like, well, if I'm building a car, I want the car to be tuned perfectly. I want to go the extra mile. I want to get the best techniques. I want to get the best parts. I want to get the best equipment. I want to get the best tools. I want to get the best brands. You know what I'm saying? That kind of a thing. Um... They always have a procedure that they follow. A systematic person is more likely to read an instruction manual, whereas an interest-based person will, is more likely to not read an instruction manual. How many times do you see SPs out there, like ISTPs, for example, playing with their tools and whatnot, and they have the instruction manual for like this box that they're opening. Maybe it's a food processor. I don't know. Maybe it's something for the car. They, they ain't going to read the manual. They just want to start tearing things down on their own. And then they're like, oh, crap, I probably should have read the manual ahead of time. But then there are people like, let's read the manual first, just so that we don't screw up, you know? And uh, so then they end up reading the manual. So the bottom, the thing is with systematic is that like systematic people are all about uh, developing a process or developing a model or a procedure, a step-by-step -step procedure of some kind. They're always breaking down everything into steps. Okay, what's the next thing on the list? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? How's that going to work? And then they're like, okay, I see like five steps ahead. Well, 
I don't have the tools for that step. I should probably get those tools now, or I'll get the tools. I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Either way, it's up to them. That's the more systematic approach. Whereas interest-based, it's kind of like, hey, you know, uh, they they improvise. They have an agenda. Uh, they could be very persuasive or shrewd. Uh, everything that they do is a deal. Deal, 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 deal. That's not to say that systematic people can't deal because sometimes systematic people have a system. They follow the deal like 50 Cent, right? He's an INTJ. He had a system when he was hustling and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? That's just kind of like the difference, right? But uh, yeah, process. So prone to, let's, let's look at some of the negative traits here. Sometimes systematic people can be insensitive. Um, they can overanalyze situations, kind of like, you know, laying in bed and trying to think about what they're going to do for the day, etc. They end up putting their process over other people, their methodology or their procedure or the steps that they're going to take, their plan that they have for the day. They'll put their plan over others. An interest-based person will put profit over other people. They'll put personal gain over other people. That's more of an interest-based approach. You know, in terms of the negatives, the prone to's here. Whereas systematic, it's like, it's different. Systematic, it's like, they're not going to really, like profit doesn't mean as much to them. Although, yeah, it's important to anyone. But like making sure that they follow their system or their process that they've created or their routine, right? Or their habit, right? They'll put that over other people. And sometimes they'll get mad because it's like, what? Why are you making me so uncomfortable right now? You're not even giving me a chance to follow my routine. The routine that I have when I get out of bed. The routine that I have when I go into bed. The routine that I have when I eat. Why are you telling me what my routine has to be? Why are you trying to change my habits? It's just You're just setting me up for failure. You know what I'm saying? When people get in the way of the habits. Right? Whereas interest-based people... They're not really, I mean, like an INFP, they have habits because they're an SI user, but at the same time, it's all like, okay, well, what do I get out of it? What do they, what do you get out of it? Why should I do this for you when you get all of this all the time? You know what I'm saying? Whereas a systematic person is, yeah, I don't feel good about doing this for you because you do this all the time, but it's outside of my habit and I'd be more comfortable knowing that it's going to get done right. So I'm going to do it my system because you're going outside of my system. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I feel like I agree with, with both of them, kind of, but I feel uh, like I lean towards more interest, because when I'm at work, um, there's this guy, his name is Roland, and I feel like he's systematic, because he has, like a, like, a perfect system down for, like, making a sandwich, because I work at Jersey Mike's, right? And he does it really, really fast, and he does it the exact same way every single time, and he's worked there for, for a long time. He's one of the managers now. Um, as, as for me, I feel like I kind of do it kind of different, like, um, Every time I make a sandwich or any kind of activity or, or like a job I need to do, you know, it's just like whichever way is the easiest at the moment, you know, but sometimes uh, you were talking about like cars and, oh, I don't have this specific tool right now, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Sometimes I do do that. Like um, I work on a BMW, right? An old BMW. Um, so sometimes I don't have the right tools. So yeah, I have to wait. But I feel I don't think that's because I want to. That's just because I have to wait. Because um, you have to wait. You feel like that because you don't want to. You have to wait. Saying yeah. that you have to wait. That's an introverted sensing statement, bro. It's an SI statement. You saying that because people who do what they want, they're just gonna go for this introverted intuition. But you're, when you're when you're admitting 
that you have to do something in that regard, attention for sensing. So just throwing that up there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So based on Chase's preliminary analysis of you, Chase says you're a philosopher type. All right. That's your quadra, according to Chase. But let's keep going. All right. So hi, kitty. Let's keep going. So uh, you're going to choose interest for sure on this side? I'd say interest, yeah. Okay. We'll choose interest. That's fine. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do the test from my perspective afterwards. Uh, that'll be fine. It'll be real fine. All right. So, okay, it's forcing you to choose pragmatic because we, we did that. So we're going to choose pragmatic. And we got concrete. Pragmatic, interest, initiating outcome. And then, uh, awesome. All right, so fire and wind, earth and water is the next one. Or uh, spear and bow, sword and mace. Which one do you want to do? Uh, that one, the spear and bow, sword and mace. All right, man. I'd say... Yeah, I'm sort of amazed. I, I consider myself a very logical person. Um, okay, why is that? Um, <laughs> what do you mean, why is that? Yeah, I just I, I share from your experience. Hmm. Or tell us what you think. Um... Yeah, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain that. Um, but I feel like if, if you would talk to people that know me, they'd also consider me a logical person. But mm -hmm. can you define logic or why they would consider that? Because, mm, because I care about logic more than more than how they feel. You know. Um, I would imagine that someone who's TE hero or TE parent would also make a similar statement because it's like it's because remember te heroes and parents are all the time gathering information they're surveying other people and whatnot and it's like hey the stats say this i don't care about how you feel about what the stats say you see what i'm saying and that's that's a that's still a very hardcore rational point of view they can come off like they're a sword user I mean, do you really go around telling the truth because you really care about how everyone feels around you? You're aware of how everyone feels around you at all times. Uh, you 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 prefer the you prefer the group's social values over your own values. Because hmm. a spear and bow user, they, it's it's about what they value. It's about their morals. It's about how they feel. It's not about what other people feel. Uh, I, I don't think it, it's about like what I feel. It's about like what I think, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's to a point, like yeah. When I was a little younger, I I, re I didn't really care about what other people thought. I thought I was the smartest person on earth, right? Um, but yeah, more and more, I'm starting to realize that people are people are pretty smart, um, and I should probably listen to them. <laughs> people but, are pretty smart. Yeah, the <laughs> TE point of view. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, let's look at some of the scenarios here. Um, 
So you feel empowered and people thank you for your contributions. Uh, lots of followers does not mean you're actually popular. Function over form. You would be far more successful if people knew the real you. Don't blow your own trumpet type approach. Or I feel empowered by my achievements. This guy has so many followers. I wish I was as popular as him. People can't know the truth about me kind of a thing. Mm. Yeah, I'd say I'm still sore in maze. It's pretty bold. Okay, cool. I feel like I don't toot my own horn at all. I feel like I'm, I'm a pretty modest person. Fair enough. Modest. Another TE label. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's do fire and wind, earth and water. Hmm. Yeah, it's I'd say fire and wind just because of share experiences. Um, I don't really seek experiences. Not really. Is that? Yeah. But could that be because uh, it's you're not really in your comfort zone, and you'd be more like let's assume like say if you were an affiliative person with that interdependence and you're trying to seek experiences as a result of that, wouldn't that interdependence actually cause people to invite you to do stuff with them? Or are you the one inviting people to do stuff with yeah, you? I feel like uh, all the time, I'm the one inviting people. I, I could, All the time. Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that, that's kind of a problem I have. Um, really? Tell me about that. Like I go out to, to other people to just to, cause I want to hang out with them, but I don't know. Sometimes it feels like they don't want to hang out with me. And, and it shows that whenever, you know, we could hang out, but they just hang out with other people instead or just, we could. So, so we could hang out and they want to hang out with other people instead. We could hang out expert intuition. They want to hang out with other people instead, expert intuition. Hmm. So your own sentences is saying earth and water. Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, I feel like I'd rather share experiences. Um, right. So are you impulsive? Um, Do you forget things all the time? I try not to be, but I've been realizing that, yeah, I'm quite impulsive. Okay. Forgetfulness. Yeah, you forget things all the time, or do you remember everything all the time? Mm, I don't remember things all the time. Um. I'd say I'm a little bit forgetful, but not really. I don't think you are, especially with how you told that story about Black Lives Matter, man. Oh, what do you mean? Well, how you're recalling the experience and you were being like, hey, I experienced this thing and you showed your scars on your head, you know, <laughs> like you're telling you're, you're telling the story from yourself. Now, if an SE user or a fire and wind person was telling that BLM story, they'd be like, yeah, I went with my friends and my friends saw this happen to me because it's expert sensing. And SI used to be like, yeah, I went down to this BLM thing and I got hit in the head with a beanbag and I got scars on my head to prove it. That's an SI user thing. Hmm, I See? went there alone. Um, I went there alone, but you'd still, you still would have mentioned somebody else who was there, like the guy that picked you up off the ground or something 
or maybe you talked on the cops. You didn't talk about any single third party at all. You only talked about just yourself. It was in the first person, which is very introverted sensing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, That's cool, man. We could choose fire and wind. It's all good. Yeah. Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the only option, right? <laughs> it is the only option. Yeah. And the quadra is the hardest question on this uh, on this uh, little test. So crusaders are champions of fairness. They care about fairness more than anything. Templars are always trying to make other people around them better. Always trying to make them stronger. Always trying to teach others and make sure that other people uh, are permanently stronger for later. Uh, Templars can sometimes self-sacrifice themselves in that regard. Uh, wayfarers are independent, realistic, objective. They challenge rules to find better ways of things. They need freedom to live life how they want, self-assured, competitive. And philosophers are studious, academic, faith, belief, ideas, prestige. They're all about endurance and enduring things. Uh, they are all in about civic duty, jumping out of helicopters, firefighters, uh, police officers, uh, criminology, investigation, detective work, etc. cetera. Uh, philosophers live their lives committed to doing the right thing. They also seek to create rules and guidelines for other people to follow because they feel so strongly with their values that they create rules for other people and whatnot. They're focused on their own happiness and comfort over that of others and whatnot. So, yeah. Um, well, it says the only choice is Templar, and it I agree, is, you know, you do agree I, with I Templar. Value, yeah, I value my freedom a lot. Um, okay, and fair enough. That, that, that's a certainty because, yeah, oh, I'm trying to think of an example. Sure, let's see. Oh, yeah, like in school, you know, I, I kind of make these covert contracts with my teachers, right? Like, 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 I'm good at school, don't, don't get me wrong. Um, I can write a good essay, and that, that's kind of what I do. Like, like in school, the, 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 when we have to like write in essays and like writing class or whatever, they make us go through this like, like the system of aha, uh -huh, you have to brainstorm and then you have to, you have to write a rough draft and then you, and then you do this and then you do write the final draft or, or whatever. But yeah, I, I never do that. And usually what my teachers will do, they'll just let me do whatever I want, but I'll turn in a good essay at the end of the day. So it doesn't matter. Right. Um, so yeah, and yeah, I, I've had problems with like teachers like taking away that freedom, and then I completely shut down and just ignore them and don't do any work. And yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Cool. All right, let's see if we can actually hit the submit button here. Make sure we got everything filled out. The test forced you to do that. All right, cool. Thank you for your submission. All right. And it won't go forward than that. That's really lame. <laughs> yeah, that happened last time, yesterday. I don't know why it's on the, the multiple submissions is not turned on. That's really odd. I'll have to fix that. Anyway, so Templar type, we'll just go through uh, the type grid, I guess. Um, let's see here. I got to, let me stop sharing. I'll pull up the type grid for us right now. Let's see. Okay. Um, documents. 
<laughs> now, what are you laughing at? What am I missing out on, you know? Uh, I, I think I saw my sister in the chat. <laughs> oh, okay. That's cool. All right. So let's share screen again for me here. Screen one. All right. So here's the here's the, here's the tie grid 3.0, and uh, let's just go through it. So you said you chose Templar, basically. So Templar types are Artificer, Paladin, Cleric, and Gladiator. Okay, so those four types. It's got to be one of those, right? Hmm. Uh, and going. So we got Templar, which is also Sword and Mace and Fire and Wind. That equals Templar anyway, so it'll matter. So Concrete, okay, according to type grid. Uh, let's see here. Let's go back in here. So concrete side, concretes are S types, right? So artisans and guardians. The only concrete Templars are gladiators and artificers. So an STP, right? According to the test so far. And uh, let's go back in here. And then pragmatic. Well, both STPs are already pragmatic, so that's good, right? I think one is movement or one is progression. Yeah, one is progression, one is outcome. So interest-based, well, both STPs are also interest-based, so no problem here. You said initiating, not responding, which would mean, according to uh, your test results, you would be an ESTP, the gladiator. <laughs> yeah. And do you agree with that? Yeah, I've watched the video. I agree with it. Um, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm progression. I know you were kind of pushing on that, but I don't think I'm progression. Yeah. No? Okay. Well, you've been moving around a lot in your chair like the whole time, far more than nervous. most outcome people would. Shaky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're pretty shaky for, for an outcome person, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let's let's take the test as if I was gonna take the test for you, right? Let's do it that way. Let's see what let's see what I would do in this particular situation. So we're gonna reset it. I got to fix the multiple submissions. I don't know why multiple submissions is not working. So let's uh, let's reset the test. To reset the test, all you guys got to do is uncheck this. You know? Okay. All right. So first things first, how would I take this test? I'd just be like, okay, yeah. Brad, he talks about how people, you know... Yeah, we can hang out, but sometimes they don't want to hang out. They want to go do something else. He's talking about what other people want. He's done it a few times this conversation. So I'd actually choose Earth and Water straight up as my first thing for him. Expert intuition. And then, uh, and, uh, and expert sensing. He's also telling stories from a first-person point of view. Telling about his experience. He's always talking about his past all the time. He seems to want to give his friends choices because about what they want to do. It's not necessarily what he wants to do per se. He'd be kind of willing to let them like, pick and choose, right? Another earth and water sign. This is why I maintain that he's earth and water, not fire and wind, right? Fair enough. Let's keep going. And then let's go over here. Sword and mace versus spear and bow. I think uh, I think Brad here likes to weigh things out pretty well. I think he was talking about him doing really well on essays and whatnot and being a little achievement-focused. Hey, man, I'm good at school, man. 
and I, I, I'm good at school if I want, you know. Yeah, very achievement oriented, right? Mm. Seems to be inductively reasoning. He wasn't subtracting uh, the traits while taking the test. He was adding the traits while taking the test. That's what inductive reasoning means. Inductive reasoning means when you add certain things up to equal something. Deductive reasoning is you have a whole and you take away from it and it's a process of elimination. That's deductive. Brad would be making decisions mostly on process of elimination if he was sword and mace. But as near as I could tell from this interaction with him, he comes off inductively reasoning, right? Inductive reasoning. So I would choose spear and bow, which would automatically make him a philosopher type, right? Initially. But which philosopher, right? Well, I actually 100% agree with Brad. He's straight up concrete, man. He is super concrete. Definitely. So I agree he's concrete. And then also beyond that, I think he's progression. He sure likes to move around in his chair a lot. And he hasn't exactly told me like what the specific outcomes of him going to BLM. At the beginning of our conversation, he's talking about doing going to this protest where he got hit by a beanie because he got unlucky, right? which sucks, bro. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Um, but what was the outcome? He never shared the outcome as to why he did it. He just said, I just wanted to go check it out. That's what he told me in our Facebook Messenger chat earlier today. Oh, I just want to go check it out. He didn't have a specific, well-defined plan with that. That told me he was progression, right? So he comes out progression. I agree that he is direct, absolutely direct. Direct, progression, which would make him a finisher type, which means by default, he'd have to be responding, right? Which by default means he'd have to be systematic, right? Which by default, which means he'd have to be affiliative, right? As a result, my result for him basically means is the ISTJ, <laughs> the archivist, actually, from my point of view. Now, let's use some examples. I'm going to tell you a couple of stories about my ISTJ brother-in-law, okay? My wife, Railgun, she's ESTP. They got a golden pair. It's interesting. Dude, like, he he loves his cars. He loves his big trucks. He loves his gun. He actually went to a Black Lives Matter rally just similar to you did in, in San Antonio, whatnot. Got into a scuffle himself. Had a very similar story to what you had. Uh, but then all of a sudden, like, um, and, you know, and, and he ain't, and he ain't a white guy either. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just, it's just kind of like where he comes from, you know, and uh, being a Texan and handling all that. I mean, he wanted to get involved. He wanted to see what was going on, but he didn't have like a specific plan with it. Oh man, he is obsessed with his cars. We talk cars all the time. I tell him how I'm going to get a Toyota 86 TRD and probably put like an HK kit inside of that thing for like a turbocharger and totally like rev that up. You know what I'm saying? Well, he's like, he's all into that, but he's trying, he's telling me about how like there's this amazing Cadillac out there that would just easily smoke that. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, bro. I mean, we, we can figure that out. You know, we can take it to the streets. Okay. We, we can figure that out, but he's totally down, you know? So uh, but yeah, he's, he's still an ISTJ, but he's shadow focused. He's a shadow focused ISTJ and that his ESTP side constantly comes out. Right. And a lot of that reason was, is because his dad was constantly forcing him trying to perform all the time. And even to the point where his own father would tell him, 
oh, you're weak. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, like his dad would tell him all the time that he's weak all the time and he'd get more shadow focused trying to perform for his dad and, you know, in the way that his dad wanted because he wanted to be wanted by his dad. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, okay, dad, I know you want me to do this. So I'm going to perform with you, but his performance is expert sensing, which is in his shadow, right? So then he became shadow focused in his upbringing. Now he's like 25 years old. He's got his own job, his own place, his own car. He did everything. He didn't follow the education path that his ENFJ father, I have an ENFJ father, was basically forced and down his throat to the point where his ENFJ father was like, yo, like I... Uh, you know, it's, it's almost like he, he disowned his own son because his son wasn't living his his life the way that his dad wanted him to live. You know what I'm saying? So it made him into his ESTP shadow, you know? And as a result, like, he's always working on his car. He's got his tools. He's got his guns. He's always working on them. He, he loves mechanics, even though he's an ISTJ. And he could pump out a really good essay and actually do really good at school if he actually wanted to. But the thing is, is that he had his freedom stifled by his family for so long that he wasn't actually even able to really get into his ego yet. And he's just now starting to get into his ego. It's kind of like how I was, you know, INTJ focused for so long before I was ENTP. And it's hard to see it in that way. So what does this mean? It means that from my point of view, based on the evidence that I've collected with you, um, definitely seem, you definitely seem to be ISTJ. Like, let's look at the evidence here. I come from Austin, Texas. Okay, cool. I have been in, that's an SI statement, in the same school since middle school. Okay, cool. That's an SI statement. Uh, human analytical psychology, you're just stating what you like because that's what I asked you there. That's an FITE statement. I like working on my car. Uh, that's an SI, FI statement. I don't like school. That's an FI statement at all, but I hate. So that's an FI, SI statement again. I used to be really good at school. That's a TE achievement statement. And uh, also you saying, I used to, that's an SI statement. See what I'm saying? I started really hating the teachers because you had a root, so you didn't like them with your FI, right? In this model. And you didn't have a good experience with your teachers because they gave you a bad experience. And you remember that. You remember from your long-term memory, that you, you remember that they gave you a bad experience, right? You see what I'm saying? And then you're talking about the rules. So you being aware of the rules, guess what? Guess what people who are aware of the rules are? You know, you, you go up here, oh, it's affiliative. They focus on the rules. Or you go down here to philosopher. Or it's like, they also seek to create rules and guidelines for others to follow. They're very aware of the rules. Rules mean everything. Because it's like, hey, we all agree to follow the rules. I've agreed to follow the rules. I've been doing my duty. I've been doing my work to follow the rules here. But now you're not following the rules. Great. If you don't want to follow the rules, I don't want to follow the rules. You see what I'm saying? That's a philosopher ISTJ point of view, right? In that regard. So then it goes further, right? Uh, actually, um, it was in the beginning of March. So you, you, you stopped me at that moment saying that it was in the beginning of the March. Uh, technically initiation, but you were correcting me at that point. So you were responding this whole time, responding to my questions, but you initiated this one time and you corrected me with a TI fact, but you stated this in the beginning of the March from an SITE reference point in your head back in your ego. I went to some BLM protest. I went to SI 
some, saying some, it means you're kind of lowering and devaluing it a little bit because you don't want to offend anyone because you know people can get offended about BLM. So you add that word some in there to not offend people because you're being affiliative with that statement, trying to do the right thing by people, by not trying to offend them because you know people get all pissed off when they take sides about BLM and even sometimes politics, which you also said in the conversation as well earlier about how you used to be really, really into politics, but then you didn't really do politics much anymore because you were afraid of, you know, offending people, right? No. No, I'm not afraid of offending people at all. Like, or maybe I, okay, I fair enough. Got out of it because I don't know. Okay, fair enough. I I could be definitely wrong with that for sure. I, yeah, and then you got shot right in the forehead with the beanbag. Dang, that's like, oh, wow, uh, <laughs> unbelievable. And uh, this is an SI statement stating your experience right here. You know, and then see, this is why I wrote ISTJ, and we haven't even started yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, people tell me like it was a big thing. Okay. People tell me, okay, that's technically an SE statement, what they're telling you, but you're saying it from the I point of view telling me that's SI, like it's a big thing and stuff. That's a TE statement. It's an FITE statement saying it's a big thing and that, and then saying it's in the past. Okay. A matter of fact, concrete approach to introverted sensing. I am famous with them. So TE man. <laughs> Anyone who talks fame or prestige or like, um, gosh, what do you call it? Um, um, like how you look to other people or how people think or what your status is with them or any type of fame or whatever. That's kind of like an achievement and shit. That is literally a TE statement. And it's like, everyone loves me now, I guess. Well, that would be an FE statement, but you ended with, I guess, which is like, I'm not exactly aware of whether or not they're, they're really, they really love me because if you're an ESTP, you have just been like, yeah, yeah, everyone loves me. And just matter of fact, and that's it. But you said you added the verbal tick, I guess at the end, which makes me uh, think that your FE is a little bit lower as a result, you know, well, except the conservatives on Twitter. Conservatives, another uh, TE label, but it's also an it's an SE statement, but it's like a lower pessimistic extrovert sensing statement, right? And you're like, yeah, I like to troll. So does my ISTJ brother-in-law. He trolls hard. He trolls me all the time. He sends me memes all the time, man. He he trolls my wife all the time. He is the ISTJs are the master trolls. You want to know the greatest master troll? Henry David Thoreau, man. He wrote the book Civil Disobedience. He's an ISTJ, total revolutionary, and a total badass. He don't take crap from anybody. So anyway, based on you know my feedback from how you've taken the test, would you at least consider being an ISTJ as a possibility, a shadow-focused ISTJ no. instead of an ESTP? Not at all. No, I wouldn't even say, I'd say I'm an ESTV, but not even shadow focused. I feel like if you, if you met me in real life, like, uh, I think you'd realize that I'm pretty ESTP. Um, okay, that's I know an ESTJ and he's super boring. Like he's, he's a really boring guy. I don't see myself that way. My brother-in-law ain't boring, man. <laughs> so yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, cool. That's fine. Uh, so regardless. I'm going to give you the opportunity. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to, I'm going to stop this here and I'm going to go, I'm going to go in here. Uh, let's see here. So 
Okay. Let's see here. Okay, I got it. Cool. Uh, copy. And then trying to find my correct. Uh, see here. Am I doing this right? Trying to log into my other system here. Oops. So, I'm going to go to, um, oops, yeah, I just got to finish logging you in, logging me in here, and then I'm going to look you up on this side, search, and enter. All right, cool, found you, Brad, awesome. All right, and let's see here, all right, cool. Yeah, and our system actually already has you pegged as ESTP, so that's cool. And I'm going to go into let's see this one here. And then I'm going to do ESTP add. And then I'm going to do another one. All right. And I'm going to do another one. Oops, apparently I don't know my own way around my own system. It's pretty terrible. All right, cool. And then I'm going to look at the TJ, add and save, cool. All right, so what I just did is I found your account on the back end, bro. And I gave you access to the CSJ membership area for both ESTP and ISTJ. I'm gonna let you make your own decision because this is your journey, bro. You, I'm giving you all the resources. Watch the content. You tell me straight up, you know, which one it is, like on Facebook Messenger or whatever. That's cool. You know, you don't even have to. But I'm still going to maintain my point of view on you. But that's cool, man, because I show you respect. You took your time out of your evening to be here with us, which I really appreciate. And that's cool. I have, you know, my stance on it. You have your stance on it. But regardless, I'm going to give you access to both for free. I ain't charging you that. That's like, that's like $74 in value or whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to give it to you. It's all good. Because like I said, I care about the truth. And I want you to resonate specifically with who you really are and discover it. And I mean, yeah, you're young. But at the same time, as you gain on in years, who knows? You can always go back to those in case you have questions or in case if you have doubts, etc., about who you are as a person. And you can always go there and always, you know, either reset yourself or just kind of figure it out. And you can use those as a guide for the rest of your life. It's like lifetime access. I ain't taking it away from you. You're good to go, bro. Yeah, I appreciate so, it. Yeah, man. But thanks, thanks for being here, man. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for sharing your amazing story. That's crazy, man. How's that happen? <laughs> Dang. So, all right, cool. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you all for uh, being here with us uh, this evening. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Not everybody has the best experience with the test because let's be honest, it's super hard and mega complex. And even then, like, a lot of the nomenclature on it could still be improved, I'll admit it, but we just got it out there. Uh, if you guys want to take the test, csjoseph.life forward slash discover, and uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoy it. 
you guys can figure it out. And also, when you guys take the test, you'll have an opportunity to be able to purchase Season 14 and Season 19 episodes, the ones that have been missing from the membership all the time. If you already were grandfathered in, you don't have to. You already have access to everything at csjoseph.life forward slash portal. You're good to go. But if you weren't grandfathered in, you can go ahead. You'll have an opportunity to pick up the one that's specific to your type or the result of the test, basically. Although if you don't resonate with the video that's there, then retake the test seriously. And I'm also going to go on the back end to make sure that multiple submissions is allowed. I don't know why it's not allowing that for some reason. I'm going to fix that immediately on this live stream, like immediately. And then uh, so you guys can keep taking it multiple times. So you're good. And then like after that, you're good to go. Uh, and uh, awesome, 37 bucks for whichever type the result is. Hopefully you guys resonate with it and it benefits you for the rest of your life. And again, Brad, thank you for being here tonight. It was absolutely fantastic to have you. And thank you for being a member of this community, sir. Do you have any final words before we go? Um, no, no final words. All right, cool, man. All right, All right. well, we're going to end the stream. See you all later. And uh, I'll see you guys uh, later 